Welcome to the What Do You Do show, a podcast where we explore paths to success one guest at a time. In the fifth episode, we have the honor of hosting Indrajit Kaur, a news anchor with an impressive career spanning across renowned media outlets. She has lent her voice to some of the most respected news organizations, which include Bennett and Coleman, Mirror Now, BBC, Z Media. and brings a wealth of experience and insight to our conversation during this conversation we'll have the chance to explore her journey her early days in the field to the heights of international broadcasting the stories behind the headlines the challenges she encountered and the personal inspirations that drive her to excel so If you're a media enthusiast and inspiring journalist simply curious about the stories that shape the understanding of the world this episode is for you so get ready to be inspired informed oh i am in the television news industry uh, which is uh, normally the students might learn it as electronic media and now electronic and digital uh, being two distinct platforms but being together in the same system are there and i have done both and uh, i have learned both the tricks i started my journey as a television news anchor as a freelance anchor when i was studying i was doing my masters in journalism so uh, from that i started anchoring and uh, till date after 12 years i'm doing the same So how did you discover this love and what prompted you to take up mass comm in journalism See I was a computer science student in graduation oh. alongside I I had elective hindi as my subject also So I used to write poetry uh, hindi poetry especially and uh, I have won lot of national prizes in poetry writing and poetical recitation So uh, my principal ma'am in the college I really appreciate who guided me through this she suggested me that uh, because I have skill of writing and so I should get into advertising or I should get into journalism I should pursue some course which is related to this thing uh, so that I can also ga- you know garnish myself with more stuff more creative stuff not just the poetry So that's how I thought about it, and I changed the stream in my masters. I did not appear for MCA. In fact, I appeared for journalism. I tried in two universities, appeared for two tests, and I got through both. So I chose where I wanted to be. I did my journalism uh, masters in journalism and communication from Chandigarh, Punjab University. Wow. So that's how I landed there, and uh, because. Uh, I was doing anchoring in my colleges also, and I used to read news when I was in school. So I believe that that thing was in me since my school because uh, there are houses that are divided, and everybody in the school, all the teachers knew. Okay, if there is no one to read news, okay, call Indrajit. She will in any case read the news in Hindi or English. So <laughs> that's how I started. And uh, in Chandigarh, I get in touch with Doordarshan. There, I started freelancing uh, weekly shows, discussion-based shows, and then news anchoring as well. So after my journalism, I got into a news channel that was covering the North region. So I believe that it was luck also, as well as my zeal to work for the news industry only, that got me into this. and uh, i forgot everything about computer science although i know the java and all all the stuff 
but then i never went into that direction but then the poetry thing that i was doing on the way it was left behind somehow because once you are into news you start learning new things and it was a new uh, field for me new stream because it wasn't like uh, producing a programming show the news is like and i worked in seconds you don't have to wait in news industry you have to break stories in seconds you cannot wait for half an hour to write a story and then present it so i learned the trick of writing quickly and presenting it quickly and you have to be always always on your toes because people think if there is a news anchor telling you a story you cannot go wrong you have to be correct your facts should be correct so you have to read a lot there's a lot of hard work that goes behind from writing the story from reading the stories and reading all about one story and going beyond the headlines going beyond the story all the background all the aspects that you have to study because i honestly speaking i was zero i knew nothing uh, nowadays i see that freshers those who join they get tired they think that it's uh, it's kind of pressure job and i understand that there is a lot of pressure in the news room you have to work in seconds but eventually when you learn when your editorial skills are there and that comes with time lot of patience lot of effort uh, i i would suggest everyone to read newspapers because nowadays what students do is they just watch television and they think that that's just the news no you have to read newspapers every day only then you will be updated because we present selectively we present all the stories but selectively in a shorter form in a newspaper you read it in detail what you have the entire thing in front of you so that everyone has to read newspapers which is lacking in in younger generation in this generation so that's the only thing how you can grow in this industry and now we have in shots so nobody is going into the depth yes, and the speed of news exactly we just yeah, read yeah. 100 characters and we know everything so that's there yes, true that's an amazing jump you made and kudos to your principal for recognizing that talent in you and seeing and mapping it that it is words that she does wonders with and her uh, yeah. her presentation and her speech style is something that goes very well with the journalism and advertising exactly. industry so that's a yeah. i mean you found a very good mentor maybe you didn't ask for yeah, it yeah true it coming but it happened to you so that's that's absolutely yes. amazing and you followed up on it you did not give it up so because uh, doing an mca would have been the most obvious traditional conventional easier choice to yes. go with but you did not choose that path and you went your own way and found your you know footing in that industry so uh, when you started out and you had just transitioned okay you're this computer science student now you're doing mass comm journalism and then you uh, started freelancing with durudarshan and like you said you had to be on your toes all the time and perform under pressure and you know always be you know at the top of your game what were some challenges and difficulties that you faced were uh so poetry writing is one thing news writing is a whole different yeah. game how did you upskill yourself at that point of time in different areas so that you become more suited to the industry so first of all as i told you i was zero in this news industry i knew nothing so first thing that i did was i started reading newspapers to gain knowledge that was the best thing because my father guided me throughout he said that 
one thing while you anchor anchoring uh, in front of audience is different and anchoring in for tv or for camera is totally different so i was very conscious when i started this and i would i would certainly thank my uh, first of first news editor who who gave me an opportunity to go through the journey to learn things and present news uh, because you are not an expert you make mistakes so i learned throughout while doing it while being in the system so it wasn't that i had any specialized training in anchoring no uh, the courses that we do even now today aren't really practical they are more theoretical so you start from zero whether it's news writing or anchoring once you are into the system you learn everything and every organization works differently for instance if i change my job today i'll have to learn how do they write what kind of vocab they use and what is the style of writing or packaging of a new story and the presentation style is also a little bit different according to the shows it's not just that the organization for every show there is a separate kind of writing and separate kind of presentation also so we have to learn throughout and it's more or less like a lawyer's journey because lawyers also have to read throughout uh, their fields so we also have to read and learn so while i was doing that uh, my father told me that you don't have to be conscious just think that there is no one in front of you and there are cabbages around you okay so you aren't really talking to people you are talking to some you know dead objects so there are just things so that's how i picked up and i started learning and i gained the confidence eventually because once you know the story you are writing behind the screen also you know the story and then you present it and then you know what to ask to a reporter it's very important that you don't ask a juvenile question or a naive question to someone for that you have to prep a lot to read in for a certain topic so that's how i learned and writing is another skill anchors don't just anchors they also work behind the screen they write stories in between when there is a time uh, although we read a lot in between we get time uh, when there is a discussion show uh, but if it's just a news then uh, you have to write packages for those stories also maybe even not not for your show maybe for some some other anchors show so it's a team work or you might be breaking stories what you see on the screen uh, we break those stories write the scripts or working on the headlines and uh, we also have to plan like uh, there's a play up that we call uh, the agenda we decide for the day after that we decide uh, for which timing which show suits and we have to make uh, certain stories bigger because every story doesn't uh, deserve to be an equal space there are certain stories that need more space so for that we also decide those play up but uh, to reach that place to be a decision maker it's a long journey it's not that in the beginning you will be deciding your show there would be other seniors right. who will decide yeah. but eventually it does happen but i would suggest you need a lot of patience in this industry because sometimes you are supposed to do things or stories or shows that you might not like or you uh, might not agree with mm. but then you have to do it after all it's your job but um, maybe you someone might be interested in entertainment industry and join the news there are certain entertainment shows but if you are assigned to do news you have to give your 100% and then if you perform well 
you can ask for other things unless it's not going to happen you have to perform whatever you have been assigned maybe just a small story but if you do your best and give your best you have to always put your best foot in front of everyone only Absolutely. then you can grow so there is no other That's way very important point you brought which i was also thinking that we don't get to choose the stories we are sitting in front of the screen and delivering right yeah. sometimes yeah. we are in sync with those stories sometimes we are not but we don't really have a choice there to make it's not yes. our decision it has been assigned yes. to us and we are there in front of the screen and we have to speak like it's our own we have to own it yes so uh, yes. what are the kind of stories that interest you the most what is the kind of stuff that when comes to you you are absolutely all over it and you really enjoy it uh i always had the bent of mind for political news so i always enjoy doing political stories i have interviewed many politicians throughout uh, this journey of 12 years and uh, while i was doing this you also get tired doing one thing because it's very boring after a time but then even today i like political news over entertainment news but uh, when i joined bbc i worked there for 5 years my horizon of seeing stories through a prism had changed because they were doing stories uh, even the political stories from a person's mouth maybe how, how do women take these political stories and how do you tell a political story to a woman or to a child it has to be simplified it shouldn't be uh, like throwing on their face so for that you have to bring a face to a new story so we used to do case studies and there i was women champion so i had to do stories related what women are interested in so it was so there was a study that women are interested in stories that have some sort of news or emotional stories they are more interested in those stories they don't read rubbish stuff so it's not always about shoes or bags that women are interested in we are definitely interested in that but then certainly there are other aspects also yeah so people think that you know uh, uh, women might not be interested in political stories but there are women who read newspapers who are interested in political stories but you have to find a way to reach to them to tell the story and the best way was bring out the women faces uh, we mostly see on television that there are men experts okay all male experts political experts political leaders but instead of that if you start bringing women voices into your stories not just from the political arena but also from the ground what people think about it speak to them talk to them only then you can know what they want to listen to so that's how uh, i think um, i started doing a story uh, related to relationships also that was a totally dis- different stream for me but then i realized that women are they have lot to tell lot to share so that way they are doing they are interested in stories you just have to reach out to them to their interest so stories related to women or uh, relationships plus mental health issues i did a campaign on that also so i think my taste got changed during that period i did those kind of stories also a lot of emotional inspirational stories positive stories it wasn't always negative stories coming out on the screen 
but i think it's it's a good journey you learn you you have to tell stories ultimately you have to reach out to the audience and those audience aren't just numbers they are human beings to tell stories to human beings their stories to them that are relatable yeah that is that is such a beautiful point because um i my one of my favorite authors authors is virginia wolf and she writes and she says that all the stories about women are written by men and yeah we are telling our stories and we our voices are never heard our voices are never spoken about and so it's time that we tell our own stories and we tell them yeah. because there's so much to a woman there's so much substance to us that is undiscovered and we've been stereotyped to belong to a certain segment so it's a and I, when i was reading your linkedin i did come across this portion and i really like that because women panel discussions um calling on female experts adds a different lens to the subject altogether they see things yeah. from a wider spectrum i believe so than uh, when we call on the traditional male expert who has his set opinions the bookish views etc so yes. yeah though that that's absolutely great uh you said that you have to write stories at the end of the day and stories about people and tell it to them so what is it that you think makes for a good story and a good news article what is it that you know sells with the audience uh i believe if you talk about television it's all drama that that is being sold out these days <laughs> so especially for the hindi channels it's it's mostly drama you know if you cre- uh, if you create a noise only then you are heard that that's the notion amongst us but that's not true if you go to social media it's a totally different platform but audience is the same there is more younger audience on social media uh, on facebook a little older but on instagram if we see it's all younger audience the gen z audience okay so they are more interested in explainers they want to know uh behind the stories beyond the stories it shouldn't be just one line headline they you have to deep dig into the stories in depth stories i believe that younger audience want to know that and for a full package you need to bring multiple voices it's not just that good looking faces or what looks good on screen but from the ground if you tell the stories only then you can sell that it's obviously uh, th- there is always appetite for political stories for television uh, people do listen to that but it should be news i i don't think so uh, that i have watched any debate or discussion for a long time i used to listen to that like 7 8 years back not anymore so the uh, audiences taste has also changed they are more intelligent they don't read or watch what you serve to them it has it must have some kind of meat in it the content has to be really really good if you want to reach out to the audience and for that also i believe that there is so much competition around if you scroll through your uh, facebook only you will see one story from multiple platforms it's not just that authenticated platforms are there there are independent journalists also or citizen journalists also who are doing the same story or explaining the thing so how do you beat them for that your can content has to be different and it has to be if it's not different it has to be tweaked differently 
or treated differently so that you reach out to your audience especially on social media so you don't see all the glamour always on social media it's also about uh, the faces that you bring in in front of the people always from the victim's mouth people would want to know more than the anchor's mouth so even if you are telling a story it's better that you bring face to your story or a case study or multiple case studies for your story that will make a difference and that is what people would relate to because even if today you watch this manipur story there is a lot of politics politics that is going around us but what we want to know from women's mouth or from her family's mouth her husband or her mother what they are talking about because they are the ones who felt it who went through it they can tell you the real story and that is what what has shaken us it's not just the visuals we want to know beyond that also what is happening now in their life how are they broken and how are they going through it how are they recovering and the kind of politics that is going around how are they taking this up are they really you know hoping for justice are they going door to door or have authorities reached to them and what really happened to them that is what we all want to know so for that you need a face you just always don't need uh, politics around is it easy to get uh multiple faces for one news piece in terms of uh, if if you are having it on media or for print is it difficult to get those multiple voices or is it is it the skill of a journalist to get on board people who will share their true authentic stories uh i think this is a very good question that you have asked because uh, it's very very difficult to ask people to tell their personal stories and that to to the entire world to the nation and it's not that easy to explain the stories there have been many uh, uh, you know sexual harassment survivors i tried to reach out to them to tell their stories then they shut the doors at my face because they don't want to relive it and they don't want to tell their stories they want to keep it to themselves but as a journalist our job is to make people aware that you know this is what has happened this woman it shouldn't happen with anyone else and what you can do beyond this okay if it happens to some other woman how can she seek seek help so the real purpose is to tell the stories it's very difficult but sometimes if you uh, do multiple meetings uh, with the case study i would say or with the survivor you have to convince them and eventually you build a kind of relationship of a friend as a human being you have to treat the other person also and have to be very compassionate because they have been through the, the pain and you have to understand that as a human being not just as a journalist because you want to tell a story if the person wants privacy don't want to show the face hide it okay you don't have to tell that because when i uh, did a story on mental health issue it was very difficult to find a person a housewife who has been through it and is surviving 
because generally uh, we know about Deepika Padukone, but it's a very high-profile case. That's why we know about it. But there are many women, many women in in India that have been through it, and there is a social taboo. They don't want to come out of it, and they don't want to tell their stories. They want to hide it because people we are still not you know much compassionate, much. uh we don't feel uh, so much about it it hame lagta hai ki you know the person is mental it's not like that there are so many layers in this mental health journey also and everything who goes through it is not mad we have to understand that so yeah. to convince that woman was very difficult she was a 53 years old so ultimately i convinced her in a month it took me a month to convince her that you know i'll hide your name your face everything but i want you to tell the story so that other women should also understand what she has been through and how can she reach out to doctor what is the triggering point that you should be concerned about your health and you should go to a doctor or speak to someone in the family about it and tell them that i am not feeling well so ultimately even when i shot the story with my vj you know she actually watched the entire reel what we have recorded because in the back of her mind she thought that we might show her face somewhere or we might not blur it we uh, we didn't show her face we shot her from the back just showing her one side not the entire side so that no one can identify and in the rape cases especially or when there's a child in any of the cases we have to blur them if it's a violent case then we have to blur them there are clear guidelines for journalism also so in that case also there are channels who get notices also because they have shown some some kind of violence or some reveal some identity without consent you cannot do that but you have to be very conscious always refer up to your senior if if there is a doubt regarding that because for sensitive stories we have to be very sensitive we have to treat them sensitively the human being so it it's not easy to get case studies it's easier to do a political story to reach out to a politician and interview them uh, uh, more than getting to someone telling their uh, story with which they aren't, aren't really comfortable because they go through the same pain again so it's difficult yeah absolutely and um, i think compassionate journalism is missing in the world today right we see yeah, right, on the television people whose families have suffered in the floods or maybe you know uh, they were attacked or they had a something and then all these journalisms are up in their face and asking them most obvious most hurtful yes. and most insensitive questions and a person sitting on the other side of the screen is thinking why have we stooped down to this level just because we want the coverage of one particular story and um, with that i want to ask you we've grown up seeing on in films on uh, otts and etc where there's a lot of competition between journalists to get that story you know to have to get the witnesses a uh, court and you know to get that one uh, voice that will actually tell you the real story and there's a lot of bustle there 
have you also been through that have you also experienced that that you know you worked hard on something and it was getting poached by somebody or you felt that you did the hard work but your name got dropped at the end and you were not credited for it and how did you cope with it if it did happen to you it it doesn't didn't happen with me uh, actually uh, but that could be uh, when when there are newsroom meetings the same idea can be pitched by other colleagues also so it might be possible that it could be your original idea but then the story is assigned to someone else someone else has been assigned to cover up the story but then you have to fight for it because it was your idea so sometimes you don't get to do that story if it happens just when okay you might think that okay it happened so that's okay you give that story to someone else but that could be that you line up a good guest okay so you want to interview that that politician or that celebrity but someone else someone else cannot do that okay if that person is assigned then you have to fight for it and it's not an easy fight uh, but then certainly if you are a journalist there are certain skills that you develop eventually so uh, with that you can certainly fight for it i'm very sure th- there are journalists where you know there is always a competition to be the first on the channel to be an exclusive so there is always a competition that who brings uh, the biggest face on the channel so but ultimately we are working for one organization if we are working for one organization it 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 doesn't matter to the organization who is bringing it to us because it's a trp game you have to bring numbers to the channel if you are getting that you know big face to the channel i think that's the end of the story <laughs> okay who's circulating in the market right now and so much of it comes from the television that we see the social media that we scroll how does an organization a news organization and as a journalist how do you ensure that whatever goes from your page from your channel from your end is authenticated and is not fabricated from any means yeah so uh, it's a very you know sad time that we are living in today uh, because of social media and other platforms anyone on every one can throw news in a street uh, which is internet nowadays and no one can easily make out that you know this is fake or is it from the same incident this violence in violent incident that happened did it happen two days back or it happened like six years back but for that i would request everyone always always be very careful when you know uh, any video or anything comes up on whatsapp because nowadays people are sharing a lot of content which is not authenticated on whatsapp on twitter on all the social media platforms but as a news journalist uh, we have a responsibility that we always fact check if anything or any viral video that comes to us we just don't publish it we hold it for a longer time until or unless a reporter confirms it that this is a video of the same incident that has happened yesterday or two days back and we reach out to the person who is being seen in the video or someone who has shared it it's very difficult to you know reach back to the same thread who has shared the video 
but if it has been shared from an authenticated account it's easier for us to authenticate to reach out to the person either through social media or you know personally because reporters on the ground they, they can find out that person and reach out to them and speak to them what actually happened and that adds more weight to the story also because you don't just have the video you have the person also to speak up about that video so it's very important uh, from the technical point of views always always check who has shared it with you okay is it from the authenticated account or is it from an authenticated website because nowadays a lot of frauds are also happening uh, because of uh, this links issue you click on the link and they get all your information so you have to be very careful uh, when a link is shared with you or whether it's it's from a bank or maybe be from a pol- political party's uh, twitter account so even if it's shared there but then you have to reach out to that politician or to the party or one of the representatives of the party and ask them about the video and there is police also to authenticate if if any such incident has happened now like the manipur video came up how do we know that it happened three months back we reached out to the police and police also came up with the fir they told us that this incident happened and this fir was registered then so that's how you always have to authenticate it's your responsibility also who is watching and even now the courts are saying it's also uh, you know to spread the news fake news it's also the person who's sharing the content okay if you are sharing it with your family member or with someone else now it's your responsibility that you are sharing this content that means you own it okay so it means you you own it that this incident has happened and now i am sharing it with someone else you might not know what has happened mm-hmm. and there are also uh, this has led to certain organizations to uh, build up a fact check unit in their organization to check all the videos or all the content or all the screen grabs that come up uh, claiming that this and this image is from th- this incident Uh, there is a tool called reverse image if you put the image on the google and reverse it and then you get to know that where this image was clicked from which camera they, they will give you the entire detail of the image and if uh, even uh, there are videos where which are edited and you have to see that it's not in a flow there are cuts if there are cuts always always doubt that you know this has been edited this there could be some other context to the video yeah. you have to know the context, context also yeah and and uh, the audio also even the audios are edited in that so a technical expert in your team can easily tell you that this is an edited audio which is mixed with some other audio right so there are fact check units who specifically work for that and there are now certain social media organizations also like news laundry and others who are working for this only to find to fact check whatever is coming up on social media is uh, something which is widely shared should always be seen with a doubt always always cross check yeah yeah and even as a consumer it's your job and responsibility that if it yes. goes out from your profile it has to be authentic right and yeah. there are so many types of journalists these days there are these armchair journalists 
who are doing nothing but you know have a lot of opinions and views to give out there are twitter journalists there are instagram journalists there are people who are actually on the again their journeys careers career paths uh what do you think are the necessary skills that they must have to make it in the news anchor journalism space and what are their motivations they should be motivated to be something to do something to create change maybe to do this for a longer haul uh, for a longer span of time in their life so first and foremost thing that everyone should understand in this industry is that you can survive in this industry if you are interested okay if you aren't interest, interested then there is no other way that you will learn it or you will run run away because there is so much pressure in this industry in newsrooms uh, being number one and uh, you know breaking the story first on your organization in your organization or in, on your channel that some people might leave journey in the beginning of 3 or 6 months one day if you survive for one year then you will certainly stay because then the news bug will bite you and you won't like to leave it and because it's not a very good pay master initially you might not get the equal amount that your one of your friends might be earning in a corporate industry or someone who is an engineer but uh, because this thing interests you only then you will stay other than the news there is public relations which is a good pay master and it also comes with the journalism degree you have to choose it in the beginning what do you want to do whether you want to be in the news industry in the entertainment industry or sports or you want to do advertising or public relations if you really have a creative bent of writing i would suggest go into advertising and for public relations if you want to really uh, make uh, good money plus if you have a very pleasing personality soft personality not uh, not someone who has lot of uh, anger inside or aggressive person uh, for public relations you have to be always a very sweet person okay in front of everyone when you do press conferences because it's very uh, sometimes it's very difficult because people might ask you tough questions and you have to be prepared for that in public relations there are other things also like doing pre- uh, press notes that we receive in our news organizations these are done by public relations people only they have a team so it's a good money making machine also plus but then someone who is in the news industry might find it boring or someone who wants to work for the camera might not love to work behind the camera but it's not just that you will always be an anchor at the first place you you would be tested okay you have to learn everything from the scratch from writing the story doing the production work cutting the bites and you have to have editorial skills once you have the editorial skills only you can present a news because then you will understand you know what what is making news there could be a thousand word story given to you by a reporter but then you have to make a package of 3 minutes only or 2 minutes only but then you should know what is news so then additional effort alongside your work that was indrajit for you her dynamic presence her unyielding passion for truth and her fearless approach to journalism 
have left an indelible mark on my heart and mind i love how her mentor that is her principal in school saw the potential in her and pushed her in the right direction and this has so much to say about how we ourselves might not know what we are good at but people around us do and sometimes it's so important that we listen and we follow up on them just like indrajit did and built herself a beautiful career in the journalism and media industry we hope that her story continues to resonate with you it motivates you to embrace your own journey with courage and lots and lots of determination until next time this is your host shagun singh signing off from the what do you do show